Welcome to the Help Club for Moms devotional podcast. We're so glad you're here, and we're praying for you to encounter the wide and long and high and deep love of Jesus Christ every time you listen. It's going to be a great day. Hello, hello. Welcome to the podcast today. Thanks for joining us. Uh, My name is Crystal, and we are going to be talking about a subject today that just, uh, I think maybe every single mom and mom-to-be needs to hear this message about a trillion times. And maybe that's not going to be enough. (laughs) It's that that important, and it's that, um, you know, it just swirls around in our mind that much. Um, But we are in another day of Grow Your Baby, Grow Your Faith, a study for pregnant moms. And I, it's for pregnant moms, but honestly, I I think that this, all these messages are for every mom. Um, Because I I think we can just glean from, from all the topics that we're discussing through these series and really get stuff out of them. Um, No matter what. Uh, what part of mothering we are in, whether that's the growing the baby phase or it's the raising a teenager phase. So today we are talking about how you do not need to be perfect in motherhood. Uh, there is in the the title of today's study is, is there's no need for perfection. And we're going to break that, that down a little bit today, and I, I'm, I'm excited and encouraged to be able to do that with you. Um, but man, oh man, I, when I think about, um, I think about there was another study done that we did at Help Club by one of our writers named Casey Ladd. She writes such beautiful, beautiful things, but um, she wrote... Um, And we made a printable, and you can find it on our website, actually. Um, Our purpose is not in our perfection. And we had so many people download that printable, and I think it was because um, we need that message as moms. We need to remember that um, the way that our pregnancy goes, you know, if it's not this perfect um this, you know, picture perfect, even pregnancy, that that's okay. Um, you know, when you're, when you have, you know, when you start going into labor and it's not quite going the way that you planned. And I, 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 I said this maybe in the first episode of the series, but I'm a, a childbirth education teacher and I'm a doula and I go to Um, So I teach moms about having babies and then I go to um, labors with moms and I help them. Um, And that's my job. Um, But I always say in my birthing classes that the birth fairy comes to visit. (laughs) She always gives you something you weren't expecting. She gives you a little surprise. And usually we don't love her surprises when she comes. And so, um, you know, I think that in the same way, you know, things, you know, almost anything that we set out to do in life um, usually doesn't end up 
perfectly done. And, and I think that that can be really hard for some of us and especially, um, you know, those of us who are into researching and really wanting to know and understand everything. And, you know, we want to develop this big kind of like picture in our mind of how things should be and how things should go. And then when those things don't go to plan, you know, we can judge ourselves harshly or we can get really angry um, or, you know, fast forward to motherhood. I think what those things look like in motherhood when we're frustrated that things aren't perfect is we can lash out at our kids. We can get frustrated with them easier. We can be really short tempered um, and and we can be embarrassed. I think that's, you know, for me, being super transparent this morning, you know, think earlier on in my motherhood years when my kids would act out or do something and we were out in public I would don't do that oh my gosh stop 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 you know and I just did not want them to misbehave because I really felt that that was a reflection of me and my mothering um you know not realizing that my kids are their own person with their own free wills with their their own things going on. Not everything that they do is a reflection of me, but me wanting things to look picture perfect. Um, you know, I wanted people to think that my kids were really well behaved, you know, and, um, of course I still want that, but, um, today five kids later and having all sorts of different kids and all sorts of different personalities and different, um, um, ratings of obedience, right? Um, sometimes yeah, I have my couple who like, I joke, like I could say something and they're like, yes, mommy, you know? And then I have my other, um, you know, I have my one who's really emotional when I tell them anything at all. I can't say anything at all because they will cry about it. And then I have another one who I tell them what to do. And, and he's just like, I don't want to no, it ain't going to happen, mom. <laughs> so uh, now I think I have, you know, God kind of threw a bunch of different things in my pot with their personalities. And now I'm able to kind of just like roll with the punches a little bit more. And, um, I don't expect that perfection. And, you know, if they're throwing a fit in the store, I, I keep getting my macaroni and cheese and do the things I need to do. You know, obviously I tend to them, but I, I don't take that as a reflection of me as much anymore. And, um, but that, you know, that might sound like I'm describing it as if it was an easy thing to figure out and an easy thing to, um, accomplish. And there are times when I still feel that way. I still get, you know, a little nervous about things. Um, but for the most part, this has been a huge learning curve something that God has really had to work with me on and something I needed to let my kids off the hook with, because if they, you know, if they felt like their value and the way I thought about them was based on only their obedience to me and they're never making me embarrassed, that's not the point of motherhood. So, um, so huge learning curve, right? But now that perfection whole thing looks different for me as my oldest is um, uh, in a couple weeks going to be a teenager and she pushes my buttons in different ways. She doesn't embarrass me maybe like a toddler would. Maybe she embarrasses me with her attitude. You know what I mean? So it all changes. Um, but that is the gist of what we're talking about today. And, um, 
And I, I think that as, you know, this study was written for pregnant moms, right? So as I'm thinking about pregnancy, um, I, I always go to social media these days only just because it's just everywhere. We are we are flooded with perfect pregnancy announcements, right? Or the gender reveals or the monthly baby photos or weekly baby or, um, you know, uh, baby bump photos. Um, and you look at these moms and you're like, Oh, how do they still have such a great body? And they're pregnant. They're 30 weeks pregnant and they look amazing. And I'm just over here feeling heavy. (laughs) I would never take a picture of myself with just my belly out. You know, like there's so many different thoughts that run through our head now that we have to deal with that we really didn't have to deal with before. And I think that that makes a big difference because Social media can really set a tone for our self-worth and our self-acceptance and um, our jealousy factors. And and I think it's really important to remember that um, while, while all that stuff is going on, there really is no need for perfection. And it really does get us nowhere, ultimately. Um, and And, you know, truth bomb is that we can never ever achieve perfection never our best efforts on our best days the best instagram accounts you know the the experts the i mean i'm just thinking about the gamut of people who think they know things or people who do, look like they do things perfectly there's not a single human being on the planet who can achieve perfection or come anywhere even close to it And we know, you know, if you're listening today, you know that we are a Christian um, podcast and we believe in Jesus. We believe in everything that he has done. And we know that the only work of perfection, the only um, perfect being that has ever been or ever will be is God, is Jesus. And so it's, it's a sobering, really good reminder to think about these things and to really not just think about them for a fleeting second and then go on with making your lunch or whatever, but to actually let these truths just soak in, soak into your mind, to your heart, just to meditate on them um, and to really like have a conversation with God about it. You know, when those little things pop up and you feel that need to want to be perfect, need to want it to look like you have it all together, the need to want the pictures to be right, or um, or, or you feel that like jealousy rising in your spirit over something else that you saw, um, those are the moments to go straight to Jesus and to talk to him and to just say, Lord, Please remind me and please humble me and please show me that you are never looking for perfection from me. And I'm only going to you because you are perfect. And you're the only one that can help me with this. And I think that continually going to him is the thing that just takes that that bar <laughs> of perfection and it lowers it to where it needs to be so that you can be the mother of this little baby, right? You're, if you're pregnant this morning listening, the mother of your baby that God has really called you to be and wants you to be. When you set that bar at wherever Jesus puts it, 
This is where I've put it. This is your bar, and this is where I want you to stay. And then if you need anything else, you're going to come to me. You're just going to come to me, and you're going to come to me. And and it's that's the way that God designed this to be. He didn't, he didn't design us to be able to be perfect and to be able to do everything. That's not how we're made. So um, it's, it's a relief to take that off of our shoulders and to be able to um, continue out this pregnancy with that in mind. Um, and, and one thing, a little side note here, but one thing that I tell my moms in my birthing classes is um, I tell them to resist the urge to want to get in perfect shape immediately after the baby comes. And and I always say that a baby wants a cushy mama. Okay, that's my little term. They want a cushy mama. They want a mama that they can sink into and snuggle into like a soft pillow. They don't need rock hard abs. You know what I mean? And and the cool part is that God made our bodies in these ways. Like during over over all these months of you growing your baby, you're growing this big belly, you're growing, you know, you're, you're, you have extra fat in places that you actually need it. It's, it's, an, it's a necessity in pregnancy. Um, the baby, you know, needs you to drink all this water. And so you're going to be a little more swollen in places than you would be before. Um, and your face might change and look different because it's holding all that water in all those different places. Your blood supply has doubled. So you are hot and sweaty and you don't sleep as well at night. I mean, there's so many things that are happening in your pregnant body that are leaning toward um, not looking picture perfect, not feeling picture perfect, um, if that makes sense to you guys this morning. And so in the same way, after you have a baby, you have a cushy body. You have this little sweet baby who wants to snuggle into their mom. Um, that baby could care less if you got on the treadmill that day. That baby could care less if you um, counted your macros. Like your baby just wants to be with their cushy mom. So, um, and, and that phase goes away too. You know what I mean? Then babies become independent and they want to play on the floor and they want to um, explore and they want to discover. And then that's a time where you have some more time on your hands and you can get up and move and do things that make your body feel good. But let, let each, each of these little moments and each of these stages be a little bit imperfect and let that imperfection actually be good. Um, and, and roll with it and go with it and see how that makes you feel versus having and needing to be everything in a certain place in order for you to feel happy. Um, so I think that this is, like I said, for me specifically, a continuing lesson. I'm pretty sure I will never fully achieve um, buying into this only because we live in our world and and it's this comparison trap um but and i think that's our fallenness that's our sin that's um kind of where we go to but i know that the closer i lean into jesus the more that i spend time with him the more that i talk to him the more that i pray the more that i listen to the holy spirit um this perfection becomes way less important to me 
um, at times non-existent. I don't even feel it. And then I'll feel it rising up a little bit. And then I stick with God, get back to him, make sure that I'm um, being with him. And then he lowers that bar for me again. And then reminds me that I need him, that I really need him for everything. So <clears throat> I hope that that encourages you today and that you find some um, just insight from that, um, that you're able to maybe um, ask the Lord to lower some bars for you uh, for places where you've put it way too high for yourself and that a place where he didn't even he didn't even make you to be um, because God really wants us to love him and rely on him. So let's jump right into our study. I'm going to pray first. Lord, thank you for always giving us timely messages. Thank you for this message for me today. I always need to remember that. My purpose is not my perfection and that there's no need for perfection. Um, you are the only perfect one. And I pray that each mom, whatever stage of, of mothering she's in, whether it's from growing a baby all the way through having an adult child, that she would remember um, that her children or uh, her journey of motherhood uh, is not a direct reflection Um the things that her that, that her kids do, um, the way that her pregnancy develops, uh, the way that her labor goes, uh, Lord, is not a reflection of her. It's a reflection of a beautiful thing that you've made called uh, free will, and that we get to we get to be spectators to you growing our children in the unique way that you've made them. And sometimes that's going to rub us the wrong way. Sometimes that's going to be hard. Sometimes your way um, feels contrary to what we think should happen. And so, Lord, I pray that in those moments that you would just really remind us to trust you, remind us to stick by you. If we feel confused, that's a time to dig in deeper to you. And, um, and Lord, we just, we just praise you. We thank you that, that, um, that of all the, there's so many mysteries in our faith, Lord, but the one thing that remains true is that, um, you bring hope in our lives. Um, we can rest in you. We can find our peace in you. And Lord, we can, when we ask you, you give us wisdom. Your word says that when we ask, you are glad and happy to give us the wisdom that we ask for, Lord. And so I pray that we would be women who ask and who seek and who question and who lean into you and who um, who want to know our, we want to know our true identities. We want to know what you think of us above all else. Um, the world's standards and the world's measurements mean nothing to you. Um, what means everything to you is knowing, is the deep knowing in our souls that we are your daughters, that you've created us with purpose, that you've created us with a with a mission, and especially in our mothering, that you have given us, um, you've given us a road to walk and to run sometimes and to sprint sometimes. And, um, and it's going to look much, much different from the world. And uh, Lord, we thank you for that. And it's in your precious, amazing name we pray. Amen. All right, you guys are going to hear my kids in the background. They are in the other room. Um, but this is life. <laughs> this is normal life. So um, I'm going to just jump right into our study today. There is no need for perfection. 
And actually, I am going to pause for just a second and I'm going to tell them to be a little quieter. All right. Maybe there won't be so much background noise now. <laughs> we'll see if my four-year-old can keep himself under control. Uh, no need for perfection. In Romans 12:2, it says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. It is finished. Jesus' famous last words on the cross. You see, Jesus had to come. He had to come for sinners just like you and me. He finished the work that us, living in our sin, could not complete. He came to save us, forgive us, and set us free from a life of condemnation. We are not bound by the world's standards of what we should be. We are living in the midst of God's grace and goodness that flows within us. And this is our first lesson in motherhood. It's where we start. God does not expect perfection from you, Mama. In fact, that's exactly why he came and died. He knew we could never achieve it, and we are free from believing that lie. And Instagram makes motherhood look good, really good, with perfectly posed kids, filters that block us from seeing reality, and colorful words that explain a moment in time and can't capture a real day in a mother's life. And as a pregnant mama, I'm sure you have already seen it too. Perfectly posed bellies, beautiful scenery in the background, filtered monthly belly photos, the best pregnancy supplements, <laughs> or how to come out of this whole deal with no stretch marks. The reality of motherhood is that it's going to be messy. It will not be wrapped in a bow, well kept, or fit within a fancy Instagram filter. Like your journey so far, it will have twists, turns, pains, and sacrifices. It will also have precious moments. Take your breath away first. First smile, first words, first kiss, first steps. Little hands to hold, small backs to rub, bedtime stories, and watching your kids sleep. Being in awe at the wonder of it all. It's all of these things thrown in a box and shaken up. And each day you will pull out something new. It will always be a mixed bag. Jesus helps us, and he rides our roller coaster days with us. When we spend time with him, he gives us little nudges along the way. Hey, a bump is coming up over there. Or there's a sharp turn coming around the corner. Or get ready, because this is going to be fun. The not-so-fun moments of motherhood are spent with him close by, helping, encouraging, and guiding us. The fun moments are spent giving the glory back to him, smiling and realizing that they have all come from him. It would be unrealistic for God to expect us to be perfect on this ride. Our hair is going to flip around. We might yell, laugh, be scared, or feel the thrill of the ride, but it's not meant to look pretty. We are, are called, however, to enjoy the ride with Jesus by our side. Let these days of pregnancy be messy and imperfect. Let your first days with your little one be messy and imperfect. Remember to lean on Jesus, hang on to his hand tight, and to keep your eyes open. There's no need for perfection, Mama, because there's beauty in the chaos. In 1 Peter 4.13 it says, But rejoice in as much as you participate in the sufferings of Christ, 
so that you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed. With love, Crystal and the Help Club for Moms team. Lord, be with each mom today. Help them to not expect perfection. Help them to just walk with you. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray all these things. Amen.